and we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ignoral episode of the podcast. This podcast is in alpha and uh, maybe subject to change. <laughs> so, joining me today, we have Tef with his lovely face reveal. The first time you've ever seen Tef live on the stream. Hello. Beautiful. Welcome, Tef. And then we also have. Ziff, who you all know from the stream. Hey, I mean, I'm not gonna have an intro as fantastic as Tef's, but uh, hello. Hey, <laughs> it is I. <laughs> it is I. So this podcast the is gonna be. Try. It's gonna be like a more. It's gonna be more of a show, so we're not gonna be talking directly to chat via voice. Though we will talk in chat. We'll type in there every now and then when we're not having a conversation to sort of keep the flow of the show going, but. How we're going to start the show off is, well, I could open the mysterious package that I got that may or may not explode. Do it. Do it. I, th- I believe it's angels, though, so we're going to wait for angels to join chat at some point, and then we can try and throw that in there somehow. I just can't but, uh, wait to see you jib to live on Earth. It's, it's either that or Anthrax. And again, not the band match. I'd be happy with band match, but uh, it's probably just going to kill me. Let's be honest. And, uh... Hopefully the McDonald's cup is not in view. We'll <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, oh, I um, hope it is. So, oh, it's not. It's not. Oh, that's is it not perfect? All right, no. you've confirmed Job it's done. there now by yeah. saying hopefully it's not in view. Listen, you have. There is no McDonald's. So for those cup. of you who are in the UK, yes, that's right. There is a McDonald's cup, and no, no, no there is no. McDonald's you're not thinking cup. wrong. McDonald's has been shut for six weeks, but there is a McDonald's cup in his room. I've no idea. Hmm. No idea what you mean at all. But, um, anyway, we'll we'll get on with the show, so how we're going to start is we'll start by talking about what we've been playing this week, so would anyone like to volunteer to go first and talk about what they've played recently? Well. <laughs> no, just in silence? Okay, Ziff would like to no, go no. first. I mean, I've been playing nothing, nothing new. I don't really play new stuff, but I've mainly just been playing a lot of Odyssey. Uh, for the most part, Odyssey and Space Engineers. For for why not? That's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, mainly because Valhalla was announced and stuff, and I was like, well, time to uh, time to actually play Odyssey and get it finished. I had about eighty hours in the game, still nowhere near finished. But now I've finally finished the uh, main story, and uh, it's pretty good. It was it was okay. There was some things I was like, well, that's a bit stupid, but uh, for the most part, it's okay. And now I'm just doing the the uh, the DLC. Uh, yeah. that's pretty much the main thing I've been doing. We could definitely talk about Valhalla as well. I don't know a ton about it. I've looked into it a little bit, but I'm sure, you know, as Resident, I play all the Assassin's Creed constantly. We could definitely talk about that quite a bit, and I know there's something else you want to talk about that's kind of related to Assassin's Creed in a way. It's true. So we could get into that. Uh, What about yourself, Tef? Anything interesting? Anything fun? Uh, well, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing because the whole world is still playing a lot of Animal Crossing. But I'm only really playing it because Crazy Red's out now and I've still not seen him. Like, he's just not appearing in my town. Yeah. And I've played every day for two weeks. And <laughs> every other character who you can just stroll on through your town has come through. All of them. Even the camel who sells your rugs, she's been through. She's been through twice, actually. Did you no get Crazy Red. Did you get a nice rug? No, I got a shit rug. I mean, sorry, <laughs> I haven't shown a police in Australia. Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a sarcastic rug. 
you know, Bobby's watching. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm not happy because every time I go to the museum with a fossil, Blathers goes, hmm, this is nice, but I'm eagerly awaiting art donations. Well, so am I, Blathers. So am I. No sign of him. So, uh, yeah, and besides that... Uh, You're going to get else? a fake anyway, let's be honest. <laughs> It'll be all fakes. Shut up! I imagine if, like, all of them were fake, I'd cry. I'd probably, like, I'd probably just beat Crazy Red into a pulp and then throw me animal crossing out the window. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, besides I'm sure that, I'm like... So, uh, you know, you could probably get a good bounty for his head. That's, that's true, actually. I, sh- I should lasso him and drag him into the town hall, like Red Death. <laughs> drag him over the Tom Nook. Tom, <laughs> Tom Nook will just take him away. <laughs> Sheriff by John. Tom Nook's just like, excellent. Meat for the island. <laughs> oh, there's definitely some cult stuff going on with Tom Nook. He's got like just a cult of animals, and they all just sacrifice one. Every every animal that you send away, send away. Tom Nook deals with. He he takes down <laughs> to his little uh, ritual circle with the rest of the islanders, and they have a good time. They have a feast down there. But yeah, anything else? Uh, I mean, well, besides what well, I'm playing on stream with you, which is obviously loads of Halo, I'm playing a bit of Halo yeah, 2 as well, a little bit. But like, Halo's great. And and a little bit of Shadow of the Colossus, the uh, PS4 remake. Shadow of the Colossus great. is really good. Fantastic I mean, game. I could talk about Shadow of the Colossus all day, let's be honest. We all know yeah, I'm a big advocate. Because, I mean, Shadow of the Colossus, that's still one of my favorite games, probably. I mean,. The third boss fight, the the fourth, all, all the boss fight, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the sword guy, I forgot Just what all of them. Is. They're all great, let's all be game. honest. But no, Very I mean, cool. especially like the bear, the Colossus is one of my favourite. The music on that as <laughs> the well. flying one. I think that's the, is that the I think it's called... fifth or the sixth? I think it's called Phaedra. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but uh, God, that's such a good fight. It, it just feels, I don't know, there's something about... The whole scenario, the feeling you get when you're on the back of the bed and it's flying all over the place, and the the momentum of it, you can feel. Oh, and then the music's great. playing. That kind of sounds a little like it's out of a James Bond film at certain points. <laughs> I forgot. I, I think know, I spoke uh, to Ziff about this at one point, but it does sound at one very specific oh, point yeah. like it's from a James Bond film, and I was like. I know that little part. That one part it was definitely in a James Bond film, and I feel like I we spent- did find the song. We did find it, because I remember spending ages looking for it and being like, there it is. There it, I knew it. I knew it all along. You can't fool me. Get the name of guy that made game. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce it. Guy that made game. Uh, oh my god, I've completely forgotten it anyway. Ueda? Ueda. Fumito Ueda. Okay. You, you As a... You know, you you both know Japanese. Well, I mean, we kind of all know Japanese to a degree now, don't we? Because I've been learning Japanese. So We're all just massive weebs like that. I mean, I'm not the one with a collection of anime figurines, okay? I don't know what you're talking know, about. I don't know this who is, I'm This is the to. one thing I own. I don't know whether I'm talking to Ziff or Tef at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Ziff's got any. I imagine he's got, like, a whole collection just to, like, the side. <laughs> he just turns his camera and it's all there. <laughs> There's like a giant anime breast just out of view on the camera. <laughs> oh no, that's that's he's got one of those mouse the mouse pads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get those things. I don't know. I hope that's not what's in the box. Okay. Oh, I hope it is. What's in oh, the box? Oh no, really is that good. what they sent oh. me? Is it gonna be for my wrist? Oh no. Okay, well, 
we'll find out later on the show, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I could, guess I could talk about what I've been playing because I've, I mean, I kind of missed uh, indie game nights because, uh, you know, stuff happened. But I've been playing a lot of cool indie games. Stuff happened. You know, stuff happened. It was a busy day. Listen, I'm a busy man. A lot of stuff happens with my day, and sometimes I just pass out. You slept for like 16 hours. That's not busy. Well, I mean, you say that, but uh, I sleep like three hours on the other nights. So I'm just catching up. That's how that works. But, um... What were you playing? <laughs> Arcage. I can talk about Arcage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, there's a new update coming out. It's a whole expansion to Arcage, and oh, I'm excited. Listen, as if you got to get back in on it. That's all I'm saying. There's an event oh, on no. right now. You can, get a, you can get a free she- Shiba Inu. It's, it's great. It's all good stuff. Can't argue with that. But you can basically become a god in the next area. I think I showed you, I showed you guys the uh, the gif. Mm-hmm. But it's just very this awful gif. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have a fast one. But it, there's just this massive like 500 meter radius that would just wipes a raid from the looks of things. And I want it. So, uh, Amigo Seems Games, balanced. please, please, just, you know. If you want to just hit me up and make me a god, send some god powers my way, I'd appreciate it. But uh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of indie games. Like, uh, I think one that I think you really liked, Tef, was Encodia. Ziff was there for that stream, the uh, point-and-click we did, which is like a futuristic sort of... I think it's set in Neo-Berlin. I think it was mm-hmm. Neo-Berlin? Yeah. But it was really cool. Um, it... I. What did it say? It, it when I was looking through it, it said it was like um, Monkey Island and what, did it, what else did it say? It was like oh, I see it, Miyazaki. You see it? Yeah, and some stuff. Oh, it made. does look a bit like Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, we gotta put this it. to the That's test, cool. and it was actually really cool. It was, You'd really like it, Tef. Yeah, you would really like it. It's so very it was very really, old school really point and click got that sort of thing and you can switch between like the two characters it looks like this big robot character and then you play as a small girl child and i think like each child is like assigned a robot a bear for so it's really interesting that's definitely cool it is being described it's being described as um studio ghibli crossed with blade runner which is (laughs) that's that's combo (laughs) yeah i mean it was a fun one i enjoyed it from what it was it was uh, the one you had to capture a criminal at one point who, uh, I mean, we, you could tell from his stash he was a criminal right away. You walk in there and you're just like, yep, he's a bad guy. You never trust anyone with a mustache. Yeah. Especially when it's like, it's moving on its own and it's like this long and curled. The curl is what does it. You yeah, know? the curl is like, yeah, that's, that's how you know he's sign. like, meh. Red I'm <laughs> definitely the villain. <laughs> He's <laughs> twirls it. <laughs> but yeah, that was one that I played that was really interesting. We had another one that night that was really interesting, but I don't remember the name of it. It was like a one button thing, and it was it kind of gave me like inside and limbo vibes. But it was like set underwater, and I think it was. You were freeing the tails. Yeah, you were freeing like the tails and stuff. But it was basically like this. It had like a corporation, underwater corporation thing going on. And I think the message was, you know, don't dump into the ocean, pretty much. You know, it had the, but you know, you got chased by like people in business suits, but they were also wearing diving helmets. So it was kind of, 
that's clearly what they were going for but it was it was really interesting as well i will have to look up the name of that afterwards but that was a fun one i had quite a few fun ones we had like atma we played the week before as well which is very short but it was a really it had like a really interesting system where you switched powers and you sort of you uh you like you drew on the uh to like between enemies and connected them and had a bunch of puzzles and different abilities you get but it was really short unfortunately so i just wanted to see a bit more from that but um, what was it called atma so atma it was really interesting the biggest issue i had with it was it was short and the dialogue in places would have was a bit uh scuffed to say the least yeah uh, oh, it looks gorgeous! Wow, that's a nice art style. It's a it's a really nice looking game. Like, I would like a poster. Put put a poster that up. I'm, I'm I'll buy it. I'm down for that. Throw that up on my wall next to like transistor or something. I don't know if it's on the level of transistor, but it's safe. Well. It's got a really nice art style. I mean, transistor is my um. I think it's my Steam profile background because the mm. art in that game was just real good. But yeah, um, other than that. We played a bit of Angel of Darkness as well, if you want to oh. talk about that briefly. Mm. Do you want to talk about yeah, the experience? We didn't. <laughs> we, we didn't really talk about that because we were so blindsided by the ending <laughs> and just how weird it all was and yeah. how badly written it all was and all the questions and you you needed to know the answer to all the questions. <laughs> I need to know, you know? It was oh, very no. abrupt and I was like, it kind of hints that Cat's is still alive at the end, so is uh whatever his magic blade, you know, Shuriken thing Kertis. was. Yeah, Kertis. Oh, whatever that was. Yeah. So yeah. So just for uh, as if and for people who didn't see it, like the game just ends in the strangest way, where you kill the big bad guy who you've been chasing throughout the whole game, and like, well, you you like you, you know, Lara's got him like on the ground, like about to kill him, and then some other guy shows up and kills him instead. And this guy has like Twist. never been seen before. But Lara talks to him as if she knows him and she like says she calls him by name and we've never seen him before. And he goes, Ah yes. And then he like and then he starts shape shifting into like every <laughs> other character in the game. And the big twist is that this guy who you're supposed to know but hasn't been introduced was leading you through the whole game and he was playing all of the supporting characters to lead Lara up to this point. Which is like a cool twist, but who is he? He was, and, he was and that means the that, lady of the night as well. He was he was the one who was like, move along, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like definitely here. <laughs> but the thing that broke Zan's Zan's head though was that at one point he shapeshifts into Curtis, who is the the guy you play as for a few levels. So it, it doesn't say it, but it implies that he Curtis isn't even a real person. Whoa. Like he might have just been the shapeshifter the whole time. And like we played as him, and we didn't know that, and it just dumps that on you, and then it just ends because you know partially because the game was unfinished, but also because they were expected to be making two more in a trilogy. Yeah, it was so it's just a full trilogy. Those questions. But like they do imply that Curtis is still alive with the thing glowing and pointing in a certain direction, but the last scene you have mm. with Curtis before that is you do the boss fight, and you know you, f- I think you finish the boss, and you're like, "Ah, got him," and then. The boss, he turns around, the boss also stabs him, but he finishes the boss off afterwards, and then the last scene is him sort of looking at himself with a hole in his chest and sort of bleeding. And then it just, it cuts to the Lara being like, I'm going to escape now. I've decided to move. 
Because she gets trapped, doesn't she, before that? Oh, no, 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 she gets out before that, doesn't she? Because mm. uh, Curtis throws her the, the things, the shards or whatever. So we don't know if Curtis dies. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think... Know. I don't, don't know if Curtis is definitely even a person. Yeah, we don't really know. But, I mean, I was also looking this... at the end and... Go on, Ziff. I was going to say, is this... I can't remember the games. Is this, like, one of the last ones before the studio who was making them, whatever happened to them, or before they started making reboots? Which, uh, so this like, is before yeah. Legend and stuff, when, um... It's the last original Tomb Raider. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. But it was, mm. it was a little different to the original games. Yeah. It was, uh, so I actually. Uh... It's, it was very ambitious. I actually, I, I read up on it a bit after we played it, um, just to kind of like understand the background of it a bit more. And basically, what happened is they they were already making it when games like Shenmue started coming out, and you know the action adventure genre sort of totally changed. That and would make a lot of started, sense with like Shenmue coming out. Yeah, uh, so like yeah, because you can see the Shenmue influence, can't yeah. you? Definitely. So the. Uh, like the higher ups in, in core design started adding in all these features and it had really bad feature creep and obviously it was getting bigger and bigger and the project was was getting longer until eventually idos who were publishing it were just like no we need to release it now and they gave them such yeah. short notice that they didn't even really have time to clean up the game so they literally just had to cut what wasn't finished and release it like that which is why characters are missing or like show up when when it's implied that they've been um, introduced before like Every scene where that shapeshifter guy shows up was cut from the game, except for the final scene, obviously, because he's kind of integral to the ending. So he just yeah. shows up out of nowhere. Um, and yet it was, you know, as, as you probably know, it was so bad that core design got shut down. And that's why Crystal Dynamics now do Tomb Raider. It's kind you know? of sad, though, because I... Like, I see the potential in it when I play when I play mm. through it. I was like, this could have been so good. And also the Shenmue makes a lot of sense. Like, if that came out and then they saw that come out and be like, oh... We gotta have something like this yeah. in the game, and then they're like, "Oh, this this power section. Let's just let's just make this more. Let's throw a bunch in here and have NPCs you can interact with." Yeah, like branching dialogue and all that. Yeah. It does a reek of Shenmue, and it does like it, ha- it does have so much potential because it really does shine in places, and you can see that it would have been a really good game if they'd had the time. Like in a lot of ways, it reminds me of Sonic 06, except if Sonic 06 had had the time it needed to be finished. It still would have been a fairly bad game, you know, because it would have probably just been like a like yeah. Sonic Adventure, which is okay, but not like an amazing game. But Angel Darkness, I think, would have actually been probably, possibly even like an all time classic. But it, it would have taken them like yeah. four years to make. Like, I, it feels like they were they was they were so close to being able to make something really good if they just had like the time for it. If they would have, you know, if the last boss fight would have been in some way interesting. <laughs> God, it was awful. To be fair, the very <sighs> last boss fight was just a platforming thing, which a lot of Tomb Raider games have done before anyway. I think 4 did that. Mm. But, uh, like, the part before that, you just sort of lie on the floor and just let the boss shoot at you until he's done shooting at you, and then you stand up and punch him, and that's it. <laughs> you, you punch an old man. That's That's the final boss. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, that was Angel of Darkness. It was an experience. I also we did look up like what happened after Angel of Darkness as well because I was going on about the whole hit uh, Lara being found by or like what happened before it, and I was talking about the whole 
thing how apparently there's a book where Laura is found by some shaman and brought into some village. <laughs> yeah, because they have to quickly explain why she was alive, you know, because she died at the end of four and like they have her funeral in five and then she's just oh. back in six with yeah. no explanation. So apparently there's a book that explains it. I didn't even know that. I didn't know. Like, I just, I didn't know the book existed. Apparently, I just had this information somehow, and I don't know how, but I knew it. So, it was interesting. It was an whole, all around an interesting experience, to say the least. Especially the boxing ring in the, the night. We had a lot of fun in the night nightclub. It was. Oh, yeah. I mean, we spent far too much time in that nightclub because we were awful at the platforming in it, but it was great fun. It wasn't even that. It's we forgot that we didn't realize there was like a key all the way up at the top. We missed somehow or something, wasn't it? It was something like that we missed, so we couldn't get out. That we kept screwing up on the rafters. True, but we, we we don't need to talk about that part. And the boxing ring was not good. Why did you bring up the boxing ring? Because the boxing ring caused the game to crash. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it was a great time. We got it, to match on the, guys. the game. To... Yeah, and then you could watch them not fight as the game soft locked, and they just stood there going. <laughs> I managed to do that, by the way, while Zan wasn't even on the stream. So I just had to kind of sit there and wait for him to come back so he could close the game and reopen it because it was running on his computer. Yeah, I was, I was like, it'll be fine. I'll, you know, I'll just let you do this jumping section. It's probably not in that interesting over there anyway. I'll go make a cup of tea. I'll be back in a minute. And then uh, I come back and it's just the boxing ring. And I'm like, okay. Well. I'm, I'm remote into his computer and the two... <laughs> The two key commands I don't have are Alt F4 and Control Alt Delete. <laughs> so I just It was uh it was a good time, it was really fun. Now uh Fantastic. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've actually played recently. Arcade Shack, but I'm sure people don't want me going on about Arcade more. I feel like we should ban Arcade from this section of the podcast because you're always playing Arcade. I mean, it's kind we, of your do, job to play Arcade. Do, do we need to? Do we need to ban it? Like, I don't think we need to ban it. You know, <laughs> like, uh, Tef, is this the only classic Tomb Raider you haven't played? Uh, well, I mean, I haven't finished all of them, um, oh, okay. but it's definitely the one I played the least of. Fair enough. Because I, I got it on launch as it, when it came out. I, when we, we were like six when it came out, but I got it on launch. I was so hyped. And then I played it for like an hour and shoved it on a shelf and never really touched it again. I actually bought it again. I've got it on a shelf right over there uh, on <laughs> PS2. I bought it for 75 pounds. It stayed on the shelf and, uh, ever since. It's, it stayed on the shelf. I couldn't bring myself to, to play it. <laughs> Surprisingly, I remembered a lot about that game as if I. But I think I might have played the whole thing. I think you did, because you remembered everything. You remembered everything. Yeah, I remembered, like, the real final... Do we want to call it the real final boss? It's like Curtis's fight, and it's the only thing that feels like an actual mm. boss. I remembered that fight for some reason. Like, I was... I went I went deep in that game, apparently. I don't know how. I don't know how I got that deep. Too deep. Too deep. I dug too deep, and that was it. The, uh... Look at me now. Uh, anyway, um... Changed, man. I've seen some things. I've seen a lot of things, okay. But yeah, uh... I don't know if there's anything else I've been playing this week, and... 
I guess we could move on to the news if we want to talk about some of the topics that we got. The news. The gaming news, yes. Topical. So, uh, we could, should we start off with the fun ones? So, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know what you mean by those ones, but go right ahead. So I, so I heard that Mojang has changed its name. <gasps> oh, did, did you, this one shook me to my core. I, I was like, Mojang changed their name? What? What could they possibly change it to? Well, tell the world. What's their new name? They're now called Mojang Studios. I know. <gasps> it's massive gaming <sighs> I didn't mean to like inhale my mic then, so apologies for that. <laughs> that's fine. But uh yeah, um you know, that's not interesting at all. But that's in the news. So that's what Big we'll start off with. That's what we'll lead with, I guess. Other than that, there's been a lot of talk about the PlayStation Five being better than a high end gaming PC <laughs> according to Epic Games. Oh, man. Which Epic Games. <laughs> so I, I, I follow the uh PC Mastery subreddit because I'm just some sort of masochist, I suppose. It's just the cringiest place in the world and it's just been full of memes about this like constantly. And yeah. I I can like I can kind of see it from both sides though, because if you if you've watched um Mark Kearney's video about the PS5 and like the technology under it, which I don't know, I, you probably haven't Sam, because you don't really get into these technological deep dives because you're not a massive nerd. Well, I mean you're just like why a I do the podcast nerd. I'm doing the podcast now because I can deep dive now and actually get into the game and news more because I feel like I've been out of the loop for a little while and now I get to do it live. That's a reason, a reason I wanted to be here as well because I'm never in the news about games. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that that video that Mark Kearney did, the way he talks about um, the SSD and um, the processor in the PlayStation, it does have certain things that I've, I've not heard of before. Now, to be fair, I was kind of out of the PC game and swear for a while so maybe it's a thing on high ends that i just i just don't know about but he was talking about a lot of technology that seemed to be um at least the sort of thing that the playstation could do you know because because consoles kind of have that 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 like in a way they sort of have better drivers because they're so closely interconnected all the, the parts aren't they and i'm yeah. sure like as soon as the ps5s come out all of the you know, G-forces will just have better drivers anyway, and they'll all be able to do that. But some of the things he was saying did sound really impressive. But um, it, yeah. it's not going to make as much of a big difference as you know, as Epic Games are saying it will. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the consoles do have the advantage of having the hardware be very closely tied to the software and the drivers. Mm. Unlike uh, you know, PC rigs are there's like a wide variety, and parts are gonna differ. You're gonna have yeah, and it's stuff like that, and Go it's on. gonna it's gonna have that thing that happens every generation anyway, where um, now PC games are getting bottlenecked by by how underpowered the consoles are. So when they jump forward, con- PCs will just jump yeah, forward no, as well. No, but they'll jump forward further. So yeah, because like what Kenny was talking about things like with um, like an NVMe SSD, uh, they'll be able to literally as you're turning load in the level as you turn like it can just stream things as quickly as it needs to and load and unload things from memory that quickly it doesn't even really need to use ram because the ssd is just as fast as ram at this point um oh, okay. and he was talking about things like that and that does sound really really cool but pcs already have nvme 
mm. SSDs. So I'm sure they'll be doing it as soon as the consoles are doing it. They probably yeah. just yeah. They, now at least. Yeah, I'm sure the only reason then PC games aren't doing it now is just because they wouldn't be able to put that technology into the consoles. It's the consoles bottlenecking them, isn't it? So. I mean, again, like you said, it always happens, and we're going to see a massive just increase in what PCs can do, which is what I'm excited about, and uh, my PC is not, because my PC is falling apart, and I don't want to talk about it. I picked a dreadful time to buy a PC, really, didn't I? I made the classic yeah. mistake of buying one at the end of a console generation. I mean, on, I mean, when when did you buy it as well? Like, when was it? Was it during uh, the uh, it? the situation that's going on in the world right now that I don't want to say to? No, I'm already dating the podcast in a way. It's fine. It was January. It was January. Okay, so it was just before. Like, yeah. I think if it, if it happened during the lockdown, uh, I would have probably bought an actual, like, built an actual desktop, even though I don't have any room for it, just just for something to do. You know? Yeah. But uh, I was a busy man at the time. I was like, oh, I have time for that, and just bought like a. Uh, laptops so i'm a gaming laptop noob hey i mean i don't think you've regretted that you know nope, it's, it's oh oh that's, that's what it's all about it's still better spec than your computer which is about eight years old so someone just placed himself <laughs> and discover this moments of silence yeah just f f's in the chat please but yeah um i think that's all we really need to say about that because PC, consoles are never gonna be better than PCs. PCs are yeah. always gonna just the second consoles decide we're gonna be slightly better. PCs are just gonna jump back. I mean, it was back in the day. There was a time where consoles were better to have than PCs, but this was like a long time ago. Yeah, that's, it's funny to think that, isn't it? But that's literally yeah. only because PCs didn't have hardware acceleration. Yeah, that was it. As soon as that was the thing, it was just whew, unreal. Unreal happened. <laughs> Which segues Speaking nicely into the next. <laughs> ah, I like what you did there. So, should we talk a little bit about Unreal Engine 5 then? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, the triangles. How many triangles? So many triangles. triangles. <laughs> the triangles, Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. It's like... So, go on. It, well, you, I, I kind of spoiled for you guys what I really think, but it doesn't look any nicer because we can't make graphics look any nicer now. But it's really interesting to look into the tech, isn't it? Yeah. You get me? I mean, I do think there's like, you can sort of tell, there is like a difference. It's there. Obviously, it's not as significant a leap as it's been in the past, but it's definitely there. You see and you're like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. And then, you know, you learn about how many billions of triangles are in it, and it's like, whoa, you can fit that many triangles in that one small rock? Whoa. Oh, my. But, yeah. I do um, think what's... Go on. Sorry. Um, I think, like, what's so interesting to me is the fact that we don't have to cheat anymore. Like, they don't. the graphics don't look that much nicer, yeah, but at least now when you look at a cave wall it's got all the bits of rock jutting out like in that demo all the rocks are actually there and there's no bump maps like that's really cool even yeah. though it's not visually that different it's cool to know that we're not using those cheats that we had to use for so so long you know it's cool yeah i think it's definitely gonna take stuff to another level i mean like this is a stepping stone on hopefully what we see after this is gonna you know it'll be real life it'll just look real like life. real life oh boy I mean, I feel like, yeah, I don't know how gaming can, go on, I was going to say, I don't know how gaming can take another leap from, like, because we've had, like, 
PS1 graphics, PS2. I feel like VR would have to be the next leap where it's like, whoa, this is something mm-hmm. really cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we can graphically get to a point because it comes down to like art style and stuff as well and visually how it looks. Go on, Ziff, what are you going to say? Uh, well, uh, I will jump off the VR. Um, yeah, it's true. There's a lot of VR games that, um, you know, they don't look as good because their VR is pretty demanding. Um, but to be fair, with Half-Life Alex being out recently, that's quite a jump for VR already yeah. um, in what it can be used for because that looks very good, both mechanically and graphically. Um, I think that's the only game say- worth getting for a VR at this point. It looks like that's like pretty much a console seller yeah. in VR. Yeah. The only other games, it's like if you already have them, like Skyrim, No Man's Sky, etc. Like you don't buy yeah. VR for them. It's just oh, I happen to have them. Yeah, so I can kind um, of just play them once. Go on. Yeah, I was going to say just with graphics, it's like um, it's just hitting such a peak now for me. It's not like oh, it it looks a bit sharper. It's more just what the actual engine can do in like tiny little animation details, like the tiny mm. rocks that were falling down the side. Oh yeah, um, that was like a ooh ooh moment. Yeah, because it's like. It's like with Odyssey. Uh, I was looking at recently. Odyssey's just fidelity and the the level of detail is insane. Um, but it's more just those tiny details, like um, even just tree animations. I, I know a lot of games have done more um, tree and wind physics recently. Uh, it look actually looked like Ghost of Tsushima was doing that a lot as well. Oh, um, grass. So, yeah. So it's more just for me now. It's all, it's those small details rather than things just look so good now i just more look to those tiny things like blowing trees and all sorts like that yeah and to be fair like kudos to assassin's creed i think the the main reason why that demo didn't blow me away is because although the lighting looked really really good the lighting already looks that nice on my weak ass ps4 playing assassin's creed origins because ubisoft yeah. really nailed lighting in the last couple of years mm-hmm. so kudos to them like they they nailed it before it was cool yeah, I yeah, think the yeah. thing to think about is, like, the expense of making games like this now and, like, how much time has actually got to go into the billions of triangles. <laughs> and, like, I feel like this yeah. is going to definitely up the expenses of games and it's going to become a... I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how games are developed because already games are developed for, like, costs that they really shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then they need microtransactions or expansions or DLCs to actually sort of make up for the cost of making a game. And I feel like as the technology gets, you know, more and more advanced, it's going to take even more, I'd imagine. It's an interesting thing. I think thing we're going to gonna start seeing... I think, I think we're going to start seeing like a lot more shared assets and shared frameworks and things like that to yeah. ease it, which, you know, Ubisoft's already been doing for a generation, in a way. Um, yeah, I think we're Ubisoft expect that. mastered that. <laughs> And like to be fair, we're getting to the point now where the graphics are so good, we can't be that far away from just using the technology that big Hollywood studios like Pixar have already created. Because we're getting to the point now where we can render, you know, the, the film level graphics at sixty frames per second. Just use that technology, you know. AK resolution as well. Don't forget the AK resolution. Oh, I still got a ten eight p screen. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I still have a ten eighty p screen. I'm I'm not upgrading to to like not even two K for a while. <laughs> Be a while before I get any in, look close to that. But yeah, I think that was it's really interesting to look at the Unreal Engine and just see how the technology is advancing. Let's go. I'll <laughs> be the thumbnail right there. You keep doing that face. Yeah. 
But, um, I mean, we could also talk about Ubisoft suing Apple and Google over, like, a Rainbow Six Siege sort of mobile knockoff, but I don't know how interesting that is. I feel like the mobile market's always been a Wild West. Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't mean, really even hear about that news, to be honest. I'm out. But, yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's just a it's just a clone of Rainbow Six Siege, pretty much, and Ubisoft have just decided, you know what? I'm just we're just gonna sue Apple and Google because they're responsible for having it on their stores. So it'll be an interesting sort of. I mean, if I'm, I don't know if it'll like set a precedent for mobile clones and stuff. I feel like there's mm. been battles like this before, though. I feel like maybe Google and Apple might sort of actually start to take it seriously if you know more people start suing. But also, Google and Apple probably are like eh. Here you go, have some money for it. We don't care. We got, like, yeah. tons in the bank. Let's not even worry about this. No, for all the money that Ubisoft's got, it's probably about 10% of what Apple and Google have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, maybe they'll take it a bit, like, clones and stuff a bit more seriously. I feel like they have in the past, but it's still just a wild west of clones and just... It's all, like... The amount of mobile games that look exactly the same or look like web old like flash games from years back that have just been like thrown up and that aren't even owned by the people who made the flash games you know just want to point something out real quick um ubisoft has a assassin's creed game on mobile that is well half of its entire gameplay is literally fallout shelter so uh, <laughs> you know yeah. they uh, they also like copying people I think I think Steve just waits in now about what about this Uplay? What's this Uplay I've heard of? Him? <laughs> Looks like Steve. I feel like uh, the, the issue is when it's like oh, Ubisoft the exact same so thing. What if the studios start suing each other? <laughs> what if like what if the, the Assassin's Creed studio starts going after the Watchdog studio, which goes after the Far Cry studio? Where does I it feel end? Like that's a bit of a Far Cry from reality. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. I, saw, I saw that face palm. <laughs> That's good to see. But yeah, I mean, you know, mobile market's a mess. That's about all that can be said about that, to be honest. I don't I don't really play any mobile games. You any uh. of you guys? I don't think I don't think we're qualified for this conversation, really. Yeah. I mean I would make a joke I'm about a certain Oh uh-huh. what mobile game do you play? Raid Shadow Legends. No, no, we don't. We're not sponsored by Raid Shadow We can't say the name. Bleep that out. Me in the future, bleep no, that out. I've just had a Star Wars game that I've been, I mean, I've been like on it for like five years now. Um, okay. Uh, a lot of time and grind and put into it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, but that's like the only one to play. Uh, all others have dropped off. All the Fallout shelters and the bloody Elder Scrolls blades and all that garbage. Oh. Yeah. I mean... Fair enough. I mean, it's on Switch now, guys. So, uh, so now also, I can wait for my chest to open on my Switch, on my 4K <laughs> TV. I can sit and watch the timer go down. <laughs> but yeah, also, if Raid does want to, you know, send a sponsor my way, my email is zenrise.gmail.com. You want to send that on over? You know, we can get we can get you set up. Don't you worry. I mean, who wants Maybe there's a Raid Shadow Legend shirt in that box you've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. They they sent me the deal in the box. <laughs> I right, hope that's uh, what it is. I hope you open it and you're like, hmm, what's inside? Oh, it's Skillshare. <laughs> it's just an audio book that starts playing Audible. <laughs> Audible sponsors you. 
Oh, we're giving too many. We're giving too many shout outs to free sponsors. I'm going to have to bleep all the names out, and I'll just put brand name. I'll just have me saying brand name over it. <laughs> Don't want to give them free attention, you know. If they want anything from me, they got to pay me. I want to no. see the. Want to see that dollar dollar that. Hold on, I've got money here. That ooh. I probably shouldn't wait. I don't know where that's been. You know? Wherever. <laughs> what? As long as it's not been in that McDonald's cup. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know how long the uh, the thing the thing that we shall not name lasts on that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to gonna brush that off on, on my legs. It'll be fine. Brilliant. But yeah, um, other than that, I'm trying to think what else we've got is like the final Terraria. The the final Terraria patch has dropped. Again. <laughs> I mean, I've not yeah. looked into it too much. I'm not a massive Terraria person. I played like I played it during Alpha. And then like played like Alpha and Beta and a little bit of launch. But I didn't really I didn't really properly play it after that. I know uh Ziff can probably speak more to Terraria than I can. Yeah. Take it away, Ziff. That's true. I was gonna I mean I'm pretty sure me and you have got like nearly full end game, Zam. I mean, did I really play that much, though? I was, probably wasn't paying attention, let's be honest. I mean, I think you're playing a fair bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have gone... Yeah, I've been playing it since its very early days. I don't, Was it in a beta or alpha? I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've... I mean, it's changed a lot since the first game out. I've played it through to its end game probably about five times or something like that. Um only the game just gets longer, and it, but it's it, like it, it never used to be that long. I mean, because there's no hardcore, and then there's hardcore, and the game was like twice as long, and then there's like super hardcore, and then they just add more and more bosses. But uh, yeah, I I played a lot of it originally, and then the big 1.2 update I played a lot, probably the more that was the most I've played, um, where I was full end game gear. Um, 1.3 was quite a big update. I didn't play that massively, but a fair bit. And now I think this one's 1.4, if I'm correct. It's 1.7. It's one end. of them, but whatever it is, Journey's End, it, for years they've been sort of... I think the updates before 1.3 was kind of like... Cause, I mean, it's probably been about six years since they said they were bringing out the final patch. Um, and I don't know if they just split it up and were like, well, we need to get something else. Just get 1.3 out there. Totally the last update, guys. Um, and I think Journey's End has been getting worked on for like years now. Um, I've barely played. I only mainly know that they added a Journey mode, which is quite cool. It's like a semi-creative mode. Um, okay. So you can bring in, you can toggle God mode, but you don't have to. So you can still play it normally. It spawns you in with uh, iron stuff. So it's not as grindy. You get started a little bit earlier. Um, you have very like weak wings just to help you get over big drops. Um, and uh, yeah, you have this like bed that can defend you, but you can desummon it if you don't want to use that. Um, you can also tweak the difficulty to wherever you want it to be. Uh, Journey is actually half difficulty by default, but I put it up to normal. Um, but I like it because you can trigger, uh, toggle rain, um, daytime, all sorts of things, which I really like doing with Terraria. Rain can get annoying. Um, yeah, I do like um because obviously there's some really good music in the different biomes and stuff, and um, I like making t- uh, sort of different sort of locations, and I just like those settings to sort of fiddle around and make little RP towns, because that's what I do. You um, are the RP I believe, <laughs> I believe there's a lot more bosses now, um, and I think 1.3, which I didn't play much, already added more. Um, so it sounds, it sounds like there's a lot more endgame now, but um, I don't know a lot of what's in this update, but I just know there's a lot added 
But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good. I'm going to be spending quite a bit of time on it. Um, but I can't really go into the specifics of what it has because I'd have to get like all the way through the game. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you can you can uh, you know get back to us on the when you do get through it all. I'll let you know in in a while. <laughs> yeah, you'll give you'll give us the full breakdown when we go in like four podcasts time. Who knows? But yeah, um, who knows? Also, Angel did just join the chat. I noticed if uh, box time, baby. Do I do I open the bomb or? What is pro? It's probably gonna. It's gonna be one of those. I feel like it's gonna be one of those mouse pads with with the boobs on them. Um, oh, I hope so. I feel that's what it's gonna be. Do I do I go ahead and open this now? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, then do I'm just saying, wait for Jay. Okay. Oh, I can't take it. I can't yeah, wait to see. I've been Jay. anticipating this for like the <laughs> three hours. I've been sitting there. I'm pretty sure this is what anxiety feels like. I think I know what it feels like now. I'm over there going no, to look be silly. the box. You can't experience emotion. Yeah, it's true. I've tried. <laughs> I've got this image of you jibbing like in like in Quake. Just all bits bouncing back off the wall. Hits the green screen and comes back at the camera. Oh, tough. The good old days when we were playing uh, the original Quake. Was it Quake? Or was it the it's Unreal one? Tournament. Unreal Tournament, sorry. Yeah, not Quake. I've never played Quake 1, actually. Oh, Unreal Tournament. That was a good Unreal time. Tournament. <laughs> It was so much fun. Just, just me and you. <laughs> Fine, because got the people who play online on Unreal tournaments, just like inhuman people. Oh yeah, that's well, the same for Quake. Like that's any of those games. Like now, if you were to go back to like CS, I mean, I guess there's people on CS now that are really bad as well. It depends <laughs> where you true. play, but uh, like if you're playing like CS. I feel like Source. There's probably still some people that play Source who are like gods at Source, but can't play any of a CS game. <laughs> I don't know who's playing Source, but I'm sure there is someone. There's that one guy on that oh, one map people. with the laser, with the laser semi-auto, just blasting through a wall over and over again. You're just describing us playing Halo Three. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> you know, so it's when Halo Three comes out. Or- us three are going to be there, like just popping heads left, right, and center. <laughs> I'm going I'm to come flooding back to us. When half flood, half flood, ah, hello. Uh, I can just see the show of excitement. <laughs> the zip side is just dying. He's just like, because <laughs> <laughs> he knows he won't have a life when Halo Three comes out. He's like, <laughs> I'm ready to give my life. Hey. Just give me that campaign, it's been so long. <laughs> oh, I'm ready to finish the fight, that's all I'm saying. And then have right. three more games. Right after that. <laughs> Though I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna play four. I don't care about four, five, or six. Mm. There has been news about the there was like an update on Infinite recently. They're like, hey, we are still working on it, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah. I noticed it's coming up by the end of the year, I think they said. Yeah, it's just Obviously, like I've written right now, it's been affected by the current state of affairs. Yeah, it's been, they've been very, they've basically been like no details at all about about it. I think we're going to, I think it was mentioned that we're going to get details. Um, I don't know what event, it doesn't event, the, a digital one. It'll be a digital one because I don't see it they, actually. They just, said, they just said June, I think. They did mention an event separately, but I think in like the big announcement, they just said June. I think June is when we'll see stuff from it, and then I don't think we'll actually see it this year. To be honest, I think it'll be next year, like early, early quarter one. 
Mm. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll be. Any other news pieces, anyway? Um, I'm trying to think. If I feel like we exhausted most of the news, there, I feel like that might be it. So, any anything else anyone wants to add? Any other news pieces? Well, I mean, I guess it is news, my part, but we can discuss the um, ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I was, I was going to say we could talk about that, or we could just like save it for the topic section because if we want, we can go take a ten-minute break and come back. Can do. Right. Give Jay a bit of time to show up, so yeah, we can, we can all be now. here for the gibbon. <laughs> yeah, the gibboning. The gibboning. It'll be good. I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm gonna need someone to. Who, I mean, I mean, Tef's probably gonna be here every week, so you'll be second in crown. You're gonna take over once I'm gone. You can inherit the. Uh, <laughs> inherit the stream. Yeah, I'm just here, so he writes me into his will. Basically, that's what this yeah. is about. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason he joins. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll go take a quick 10-minute break then, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about some topics that we brought. Right, Ziff? Hey. Indeed. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back in 10 minutes or so. Don't go anywhere, and then we'll get into the rest of the show. All right, and we're back. We're live. We're on. So uh, I've got this box. I'm not going to show the box directly. I can show the back of the box. I want to show it directly because it's got my address on it. I should have really just like drawn over it with a pen or something. But I guess I'm opening this up. Are you all Even right though all your fans this? in the UK clearly already know your address. Well, I mean, I feel like uh, they had an inside man, is what I'm saying. And I've got a feeling I know who the inside man is. I've got my suspicions. But before we get to that, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll open up the box. Is Angel actually here? Angel, are you actually here? You, you okay? You down and down that drink there, Ziff? You are uh, <laughs> sweating a little down there. What's going on? You okay? <laughs> so I mean, this box may explode and it may it may kill me. I don't really. Okay, Angel is here. <sighs> here we go. God. I don't know if you can hear me cutting through it. I mean, I can in stunning quality. Yep, it sounds great. <laughs> Okay. This is this is wrapped. Big reveal. Whatever this is, it's wrapped and it's it's quite thin. There's also a note here. Boy, this was thirty nine dollars. <laughs> Don't ban it. Love Angel. <laughs> <laughs> well there you go, there's the message. Oh, is there more messages? No, this is the same Do you know what thing. this is going to be, Ziff? Now I'm, now I'm thinking that you might know what this is already. Yeah, I got, I got a I feeling that. Uh, maybe, maybe they did have an inside man. Maybe someone set up some sort of system for uh, Angel to send a message. You know, Angel to send a package. And I wonder what this could be. Who, who could this person be? Maybe they're in this call with us right now. Who would know? <laughs> You're okay, Davis. If you're doing okay, you're fine. I'm, I'm. I'm I'm alright. Alright. Now I gotta open the question is what Okay, let's let's find out what this is. Come on. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> is that what I think it is? Is that Pepe's ass? <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. Brilliant. 
Well done, Angel. Well done. Incredible. Well, there it is. We guessed the mouse pad. We actually guessed it in the end. We, we did. We did. Somehow we knew. I feel like I would have preferred an anime girl, but that's okay. I got Pepe now. Yeah. Pepe is just gonna. <laughs> I guess Pepe's just gonna. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with Pepe. That was fair. You can enough. rest was... your wrist on the buttocks of a Nazi symbol. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. <laughs> Let's not bring that part up. I was $39. Yeah, so Angel, I assume, had to pay shipping as well, which is why it probably cost so much. You get to use it. I, uh... I mean, I do. I do get to use it, don't I? I paid. I, I mean, they can't see if I'm using it or not. For you to use it. Well, I'm gonna... I'm gonna treasure this forever. <laughs> so... I'll treasure this, and I'll... I've gotta keep it very safe. You know, I wouldn't want it to, uh... Get any dust on it, or anything along those lines. So I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... Dust in between your cheeks. Put that down there. <laughs> Think of the risk ergonomics. I mean... Mm. It is, My wrist I'll, feels comfy lie, already. It is rather soft, you know? Oh, so nice to take you to it. <laughs> you want me to show it again? You, you want you want to... Um, play a beat on it. You want me to play a beat? I mean, I don't have it. It's, it's got a... I don't think it'll... I'll get out of the packaging first before I play a beat. <laughs> Hold on, where's... How do I open this thing? Let me just... <laughs> defeated oh, by the simplest know. packaging. <laughs> it's gotta be like Didn't a just use a blade a second ago. There we go. There's a there's, there's thing on it. There it is. In all its glory. It sticks out a lot more when it's not in the packaging. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe Majestically can't. swaying in the wind, <laughs> like Bosa Tsushima. Oh, we are just in the wind. Ooh, good acoustics on that. Uh, Sounds good. In the wind. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's got a bit of a smell. To it. I'm not gonna. Just gonna put that down there for now. You know, it's yeah, I can smell it from clean. here. It's probably gonna need <laughs> cleaning. Why do mouse mats have like they all smell the same? So I I I can smell it from here just looking at it. Yeah, it, it's got that smell. Okay, well um, I don't know how we can follow up from that. I don't know either. My cam my cam's dying. Hold Ooh. on, let me let me readjust. No, you, you look go. better oh. this way. Just go. bring Pepe's butt cheeks into focus, not on else. Depth of field on those cheeks. All right. Well, I mean. I think I would have preferred the Nome Girl to that, but hey, I'll I'll take Pepe's large round soft behind to uh, rest mm, my wrist on, I suppose. <laughs> it, it was very soft. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, how do we follow that up? I wanted that well, to be the, the focus. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a little all over the place now. I feel like from there we'll... I guess we'll move on to topics. While uh, we're just moving on to... I'm just going to quickly go wash my hands because I've just touched the box and stuff. You know. Oh, safety. 
Mm. Gotta be safe, you know? Gotta stay safe, kids. Stay alert. Okay? Stay alert. I want you all to stay alert. But yeah, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go wash my hands real quick if you two wanna... ramp for me. What are we ranting on? Just, just vamp for me, just, you know, talk about whatever. Uh, okay. So what's, um, what's your topic, Seth? Because my topic of today is Pepe's arse cheeks. <laughs> Funnily enough. <laughs> you I can't mean, follow one from that. <laughs> yes, you can't. It's true. I'd put the McDonald's cup on top of it if I, if I were him. <laughs> it's funny, to, too. I feel like if you just drew a few lines on that green screen, you could make Pepe's arse out of that. It's true. I was thinking he should just hang it in the background of anything. But uh, oh, he should occasionally play oh. a beat on it. Maybe when he gets a follower, just play a beat. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get him to add it. So, like, with enough points, you can get him to just slap Pepe's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep, thousand points, slap Pepe. Give Pepe a good spanking. I think he'd set the cost to like a million. Channel point. <laughs> oh my god. We can't follow on from that. That's it. That's killed the podcast. Game over, I mean, man. I don't really know. I don't really know what to do now. What are we going to do? I want him to just hang it from like, you know, like a coat hanger or something. Oh, well. There is coat hanger in the background. I have hang. <laughs> there we go. Keep it going. I've just realised my BMO died at some point. I didn't even notice. Oh, I thought I'd hear it like break, but I didn't. It didn't hit the floor. It just kind of went like. So yeah, I had a little BMO in the background the whole time. Pro- people probably didn't notice because it's it was tiny in the background. But there it is. <sighs> All right, I'm back, boys. Hello. Well, Hello, sir. I've got some Mandalorian. You probably fell mid-stream. We just didn't notice. Hello. It didn't hit the, there, the floor. So <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a better look, honestly. <laughs> At least it's not Pepe. Hey, Pepe was a gift. Okay, he was a gift to me. Literally, he's a gift to us all. <laughs> he was a gift to us all <laughs> until he became, you know, a uh, a hate a hate symbol. <laughs> Prior to that, he was a gift to this world. We were just saying you should set it as a points reward. Sorry for like oh, a I thousand had, points. Don't worry, I had, I had the headphones on. I was good. Oh, <laughs> that's why I was saying vamp for me because I know exactly what you're all saying. <laughs> but that's that's fine. Um, so we all had a topic that we brought, right? Right, Ziff? We did. <laughs> I've got one. It's just not a topic. Topic. It's still a thing to talk about. All right. Do we do we want to start with yours then? Mice as well, because uh, it's like a bit, a bit simpler than like a full-on debate about something. Um, but that is just the uh, the ghost of Tsushima, or yeah, the the, the gameplay reveal that it got a, about an eighty-minute video or something. Um, I mean, God, when did the reveal first come out? It feels like four, three, four years ago now. A long time ago. Know. I remember mm, just seeing bits yeah. and pieces of it. And what that showed was like even more basic and generic to be honest it looks like they have improved um from that at least quite a bit um but yeah i mean to me it just looked, uh, it looked like nothing really new just a blend of things it, it mainly looked like assassin's creed what it used to be um although heavier on fighting it's, uh, it's more like hmm. Sekiro combat if anything because you need to get like the parries and stuff to get those death i feel blows. like um 
Assassin's Creed combat was always kind of boring, though, in my opinion. So it's like Assassin's Creed with good combat. <laughs> From what oh, I, I mean, does does kind of have good combat now though, because they just stole the Dark Souls combat. True, I've not pl- I've not played the new Assassin's Creed, so I can't really speak for that. But it reminds me of like, hey, old Assassin's Creed, but with good combat and set in Japan, mm-hmm. which is what everyone wanted. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I mean, AC combat, it's a, it's a lot better now, but the problem is, so many enemies take, like, a million hits to kill, and it's, like, they're really spongy. But, yeah, this looks good. It looks like a lot of enemies you can take down, really, with a lot of precision, uh, which is cool. Um, and then they showed the stealth as well. It's a bit weird. They didn't really explain it much, but it sounds like uh, over the course of the game, you become more the ghost of Tsushima, and you, like, become more dishonorable and start doing more stealth. Because I looked into it, because they only mentioned it briefly, saying, like, oh, you can do dishonorable stuff. But like he sort of comes away from yeah. being a samurai over the course of the game, and people fear you more, and he gets like more, yeah, dishonorable, and just does whatever he needs to do to get rid of the the Mongol invasion. So um, you could be more, yeah. you could be more of an assassin and less of a samurai, depending on which path you yeah. go down. From the looks of it's what weird, I heard. yeah, it's it, it's it is it's sort of sounding like it it i don't know it it doesn't seem like you can just be a samurai or whatever it sounds like the sort of story is going to make you more the ghost over time but i don't know um he did look pretty badass in full samurai armor that was pretty great um but yeah the the actual exploration as well looked pretty open a lot of wind a lot of wind mechanics yeah i do um, uh, i recall seeing a thing where they were mentioning this was like a, a tweet I saw a while ago, so it was just a headline where it was like, they will not have objective markers, you just have to, you know, look at stuff in the world and figure out where you are. And that was like a big oh, selling point. Yeah. This is, the, this is the thing though, isn't it? They do have an objective marker, it's just the world's weirdest one. Yeah. <laughs> follow I mean, the wind. <laughs> it's cool, there's follow the wind, there's the bird showing you, you things that you can't see on the map, and then there's the fox taking you to the shrine. Uh, I mean, it's cool, at least it's not just a generic marker it's pretty cool can i just say i love in the trailer when uh he goes up to the 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 edge of the woods and there's a guy at a campfire going no don't go in the woods they're haunted you'll die and the character just like dead ass looks at him and then just trots on without saying it says talk and he just doesn't talk to him i guess he doesn't want to show dialogue I, i don't know yeah, it was probably uh, just a, f- a thing at th- that point in time. They were like, this is a work in progress. <laughs> Let's just like, go past this guy. Let's get to yeah, the there was no response. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I could see that was literally taken right from Odyssey. Um, you've played Odyssey, haven't you, Tef? Have you? Nope. Oh, um, is it in Origins? No, I don't think it... No, because Odyssey has more crafting and stuff. But um, Odyssey has like these uh, rocks and olive branches that are like these tiny little trees that in the world as you're riding past you can pick it up the quick of a button and that's like they put that right in this because you've seen him with the bamboo <laughs> as he's walking past he picks it up just like odyssey yeah i didn't but, notice that uh, actually it's weird how he just he just picked it up as he was like riding past automatically yeah it's yeah it's not much i mean it's not like red dead 2 where you have to like <laughs> sit down and get all these drawers open <laughs> i mean your horse isn't gonna um, you know walk into something and then collapse in this, no, I'm sure it's it's not. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, it had like grappling hook again, like Sekiro. It's just it's sort of mesh 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 up of games, mash up whatever, and uh, it looks okay. Um, I'm interested in it, but it doesn't look groundbreaking in any way. I mean, if any, yeah, the scenery looks and like stuff looks fun. looks like really good. It looks like the environments oh, yeah. are going to be really, you know, 
breathtaking. That's what I was saying to Taff earlier. I was saying, um, I think it's, 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 I mean, the game lanes, gameplay will be good, nothing new. It's more just going to be the actual world and going through it. It's going to be the experience, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If they get the, if they nail the world, that'll be the best part, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think it looks like they're innovating on the, uh, Assassin's Creed a little bit as well. So if they, you know, do something really good with it, then it could be the best in its genre if it does manage to pull that off, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Alright then, um, Tef, right. would you like to uh, move on to your topic? Yeah, so my topic, I have notes somewhere. Oh my god, where are they? Oh, you've got uh, notes? You're actually <laughs> prepared? Only because I'd, I'd immediately forget what it was if I didn't, and I did kind of forget, even though it's my own topic. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Fair <laughs> enough. So, like, yeah, I mean, mine, um, came on from when we were playing Halo custom games. Was that last night? night? That was the night before, wasn't it? Night before, time yeah. is just... Time just time? slips away from me, honestly. No, yeah. Um, I don't know. It just got me thinking about how... Um, you know, well, like when, when Halo 3 first came out and it came with Forge Mode and Theatre and they seemed like huge step forward at the time and it felt like it just made sense for the games industry to follow on with that and keep iterating on that idea. And we did get we did get theatre. To be fair, it it kind of got ignored for a while, but then it has become a standard now with things like photo mode and the share button. There's mm. definitely more of a focus on that. But customization and custom content and kind of mods in general has just gotten swept under the rug because it's harder to monetize that. And hey, the first uh, gave it a good go. Yeah, Bethesda did try. I mean, that was a bit we too heavy-handed, wasn't it, though? Literally just slapping price tags on mods is, is definitely not going to work. But, like, it got me thinking about how games just don't support mods anymore um, a lot of the time, or just in general, kind of custom content. Uh, I was trying to think of recent examples of games um, that were, like, that had a big focus on custom content. I guess there's Dreams. I've not really yeah. played too much of that, but to be fair, that looks like that's got a really complex editor. To be fair, so, Fortnite actually has some sort of uh, some sort of custom game mode you can play in there where you can... Uh, it's got, like, its own forge or something, I think. I don't know if anyone here has played that. Can't say I have. We're, I think we're all boomers here, right? So none of us have played I think Fortnite. that's just, like, a creative mode, though, you know? I think I can't be certain because I'm a boomer, but I think that's mm. literally just like building. I don't know if it's custom maps because how would that even work in a battle royale anyway? Yeah, because it's not like Halo. You can have like infection and all sorts of rules th- and stuff. Like I that. think they have like parkour mm. maps and stuff. I think so. I can't really say for sure, but that's something I know about. Other than that, yeah, a lot of games they like to lock that stuff down and be like, "No, this is we don't want any." Except we want to be able, they want to be able to monetize their own sorts of content and put it in, or it's like we don't want you know people hacking our game and cheating and stuff like that, and they put DRM, mm. like all all the fun DRMs that we all have come to love and enjoy. Ooh. I believe there was one Ooh. in Doom recently, wasn't that? Doom was having issues with that, and then Valorant. Yeah, Valorant. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. We could talk about Valorant's DRM for a while, but. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a big topic. It's currently in my taskbar. <laughs> oh, you know, it's probably in mine as well. I'm gonna go get rid of that right hey, now. Is it Vanguard? Yeah. yeah, right, Vanguard. Oh no, I don't have it in there. I must have already exited today because 
you can you used to not even be able to turn it off but now they added a feature where it's on by default and you can't set that to not be on the by default but you can exit out of it in your taskbar if you choose to my question uh, is if you boot Van, uh, valorant will it ask you to restart your pc to put it back yeah on? it does it makes yeah. you restart uh see that's that's dodgy yeah. like i'm just gonna leave it on like the the, the ring zero um drm is, is like kind of bad enough in a in and of itself you know because it's such a big security risk but i think i'd be willing to put up with it if it wasn't on all the time like dooms is only on when the game's playing so fair mm-hmm. enough why is valorant's got to be on all the time that's just shady because that's what gets me about that i can't think must of... know they must know what we want so they must know how to market to us and sell ads with our we need to pay over in China. Wants to know. Oh, that's, wow. that's, that's what's really going on. <laughs> can we say that? Can we say that? It's fine. We just won't be available in China anymore. Stream pull. That's fine. Only yeah, a Chinese fans on this I've just looked over at Twitch and it just said "Welcome to the chat room" again, as if the stream just restarted us. Son. So that's fine. Okay. We're good. <laughs> so anyway, bringing it back to what my topic was actually about. So we tangents. don't get uh, pulled from <laughs> pulled from Twitch. Uh, I mean, I've got I've got a little note here on my on my notes. There's literally just what like one little section in brackets that just says, "Isn't it funny how The Sims Four didn't do this despite being EA?" Which is really true, actually. Like The Sims could have just shut off all the custom contents, but it didn't. And like mm. it does have microtransactions now in in like The Sims Three and The Sims Four have um, clothes and earrings and whatever that you can buy, but there's oh, not stuff and you can just download and custom content ones. Like vampires and stuff are now... Oh, they don't call yeah. it... They don't... It's not an expansion anymore. It's not... It's like... It's a game pack. You, it's a game pack. It's not yeah. a stuff yeah. pack. The stuff packs are separate to the expansions. It's an extra And the expansions now. are different to the game packs. And the game packs include, like, vampires and other stuff like that and... Oh, that, that annoys me the so game much. Game packs, mm. it, it's the worst. It's literally because you got the expansions. Actually, I've quite a bit. I've got like two of them, I think. And then you got the stuff packs, which are always like random items. Stuff. But now you got the game add ons, game packs, which is literally like every one of them is like one tiny mechanic for like <laughs> £15. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I think hey, they don't care. You buy, you buy Crusader Kings DLC, you can't say anything. Hey, yeah, Crusader Kings. <laughs> it's a good time. CK DLC is like amazing and it's better than most of their other game DLC. Europa is terrible DLC. But yeah, I um I think honestly they don't care because one thing that a lot of the custom content in Sims is reliant on is it's reliant on expansions. It's like to use this custom content mm. you need X expansions and stuff like that. Yeah, so... I mean I kinda the expansions are a different ball game and if, to be fair they've been doing the whole stuff pack expansion pack thing since the Sims 2. And that is a whole different yeah. ball game. Like they do, they they do they, they do take that to ridiculous levels. No, it was just expansions in one. Um, was Dayn- you could get was everything. Dayn- an expansion. Yeah, they were all classed expansion pack as like oh, an yeah, expansion pack. No I feel like Day Night was smaller though, if I remember. I'm trying to think. But... Only, only, be, only because it was kind of an earlier expansion. The expansions got bigger as they went on with the yeah. Sims one. Because like the first one was more like what you'd expect from a stuff pack today. Like the first one, Living Large, was just more furniture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Date Night was kind of an actual expansion with a new area, but it was quite small by like modern standards. Um, but like, I mean, magic. That's, Ooh, that's why oh, magic was made. Oh, making magic. 
That's it. Well, it literally, I think it got bigger and bigger as it went on, and then you had stuff like Superstar and, and Holidays and Make a Magic, which has a lot more in. But like, that's a whole different ball game anyway. That is a little bit not not great. But like, it it does just it's it just amazes me that they haven't locked down custom content because so many companies have done that now. And it's, mm. it's weird that EA of all companies are still okay with having custom content in their games. Sims 5 probably won't have it, to be fair. I think it's become like an integral part of The Sims, though. To the point where you, yeah. you're you like, I want to get the custom content, I want to share my content. They've even sort of built in the um, people being able to share their own creations and stuff. Yeah. But not, yeah, like yeah. The cust- not like the custom content, they haven't built that into it, which I don't think they ever will, but they'll always have the site available, I think. And they'll be like, hey... Mm. If you want to get this custom content, you can, but you do need X expansion because I think that does encourage, that does give people more of a reason to pick up expansions. It's like I can get all this custom content that I want as well. See, he, that's that's the logic to it from from our side, from like a consumer side. But I don't think the companies necessarily see it that way. Mm. I'm surprised that I, I'm surprised that EA see it the same way we do. It just yeah. seems, you know, for EA. Everything's about money, so it's just odd. I think I think Sims has always been a bit of a cash cow for them anyway, and they're always gonna get a ton out of it, regardless. Mm. So they probably don't even care that much. They're just like, just keep doing what you're doing, make us that that sweet dollar dollar, and we're all good. I, I can't agree with that. I, I don't think for EA, I don't think there's ever like a point where it's making enough money. To be fair, like the the stupid things they've done just to get a few extra books out of people i mean yeah they're, I mean, they want to they the black how dry if they can but <laughs> you know that's just i feel like they don't mind too much because it is a big cash cow wait what did you say Ziff? Yeah. i said the the game packs just get them even more money now yeah so. they've got that on top of it and i'm sure if they wanted to they'll throw in another tier it'll be called to, to give us money tier <laughs> Do they give us money back? <laughs> you get absolutely hey. not on with it. But it's just a donate button. Season. You get you get a badge <laughs> on the forum. I mean, do you remember um speaking speaking of mobile games earlier? There's like a Sims mobile game. I don't know if it's still going, but it was a thing for a while where it was just basically the Sims three, except you put a chair down and it was like wait eight hours for your chair to appear and. <laughs> It was oh. just The Sims, but with timers. Oh, yeah, on it. yeah. I mean, EA has done a lot of. There's been a lot of dodgy mobile games. I remember Dungeon Keeper as well. The Dungeon Keeper yeah. mobile game that came out. That was yeah. an absolute joke. A lot. That's just but, how but, mobile games like to work now. It's like there's always a timer on them. It's always some yeah. sort of GM I store. Think... Bottom line kind of point I was just trying to make anyway was that I just think it's a shame because you lose a sense of community when people are creating all these things and you've got so many games where um the community around them created amazing things that in some cases became bigger than the game they're originally based on look at all the dota games like dota and yeah, yeah and counter strike and um and, and team fortress that were all mods you know gary's mod obviously it's i, I, I don't think we're ever going to get games like that again because it's just not encouraged by developers anymore, which is a shame. No, they're going to lock down that IP. That's gonna that's gonna be money in their back. If you if you make if you make any custom content, you are le- legally mm. they own it. Now it's it's like we got to lock that <laughs> yeah. down. We're going to make a franchise out. And have another Dota situation. Yeah, yeah, because like Dota. Speaking of Dota, did you uh, did you guys see what Blizzard said about that when they brought out Warcraft Three Reforged? 
That's a whole mm. other kettle of fish, but uh, oh, the oh, actual custom maps on it. Get angry, think about what you guys reforged. Did you guys see their, uh, their statement to like map creators? I I briefly oh, remember uh, hearing something about this, but I'm not sure what the exact message was. It, it, was, yeah, that we own your, it, it was that we own your custom maps or something, wasn't the it? The message was literally mm. like, all you creators who literally made entire genres from our game <laughs> back in the day and how your maps are like even part of competitive play. All your con- it, it was like really stern in its messaging. It was like, like, please be aware, like all your content, it is, it is ours. It is not yours. It's like really stern. It's like it does not belong to you. It all belongs to us. You cannot use it. It is our property now. It's like what? Okay. Yeah. I mean, modern style. It's so on the nose. Game developments as well. That's like how yeah. people get into, yeah, yeah. into the the scene, and now people are just think it's like okay, I guess I'll go make an indie game instead. <laughs> Because yeah, I mean, people I mean, can, they yeah, can do it. It's just taken over. Yeah. It's, it is, it, it's, it's so on the nose with it being Warcraft 3 as well. It's like, this is the game that had Dota stolen from us. We haven't forgotten. It'll yeah. never happen again. I think that's that's why a lot of, uh, you know, big publishers are like, we got to lock this down. We've seen where this has went before. We're not letting it happen <laughs> to us. Anything you make is ours. And it will forever be ours. <sighs> It does make you wonder if it'll stifle um, new genres appearing, though, because so many recent genres in the last 10 years or so have come from mods. I mean... Um, PUBG, like, you know, battle, battle Royales have come pub, from mods. Battle Royale, yeah. Like, PUBG. And even, like, um, Battle Royales, you can see the DNA of them. You can see the sort of... the the beginning in games like DayZ. Yeah, which, they, that's yeah. where it all came from. Like, stuff like that. Armour 2 was, like, a big big place for a lot of the genres that we have now because it was like DayZ DayZ and then we had like Rust and um, stuff like that that was very similar that came out and then it's evolved into Battle Royale as well and then I think I think now we'll start to see stuff like Valorant we'll see a lot of Valorant clones and stuff that are quite like Valorant and CS and that's Mm. I think Valorant and CS are going to be the big two they're going to be like the Dota in the league and owned by the same companies as well. <laughs> so I think that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be a lot of smaller devs being like, hey, here's our, here's our paladins, you know? like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, our, our small game that's free that's also like these two big games that you could play. It's not as it's not as good, you know? Not all the cool kids are playing it, but you can get, get in on that as well. And then there's going to be a lot of people trying to innovate on that. And I think we'll still see the genres evolve. Because we've kind of, we've seen that with, like CS is it, Valorant is like CS, but they've taken some stuff from Overwatch, and like the hero classes and stuff, which have came from games before that as well. And we're just gonna see stuff like that evolve over time. It's modernized its formula. Yeah, it's gonna be mm. a really slow process, but it always is. I just don't know what like after like Valorant and stuff. I'm not sure what the next big sort of genre is gonna be. I feel like FPS. Games are always and shooter games are always going to be like the big the big game the the cool kids game. Yeah. It used yeah, to be like League and MMOs. Changes. It used to be like MOBAs and MMOs. Where re- MMOs were really cool, and then MOBAs were really cool, and then FPSs right now are like where all the cool kids are at. Yeah, I mean, I suppose FPSs have been the good stuff since literally Doom. I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been. Uh, I think. Um, I think MOBA, like, especially with, like, League and stuff, definitely 
blew up that mm. scene. That scene is massive now. Mm. And I I wish we could get back into League properly, but I just I've not been able to whenever I try. It's just sort of like a Yeah, I am trying lately. <laughs> but yeah. So uh Ziff sent us the statement in a, in our little Discord there, Zanraz. I don't know if you wanna read that out. Oh, it's oh. great. That'd be really good to read if I could. If I could actually close the Discord and not have a, uh, you know, you guys, all, your cams all disappear on the stream. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, could you, do you want to read it for Should me? we do a dramatic reading? Yeah, do a nice dramatic reading. <laughs> okay, I could do like an evil, um, evil cackling, Scrooge-like. Oh, I could have done my uh, main voice. Bean counting. I can't see it. <laughs> They're going to be like, custom games are and shall remain the sole and exclusive property of Blizzard. Without limiting the foregoing, you hereby assign to Blizzard all your rights, title, and interest in what well, and in and to all custom games that's a bad sentence and agree that should blizzard decide it is necessary you agree to execute for future assignments promptly upon receiving such a request from blizzard so literally if blizzard comes to you and they go see that game that you made it's good it's ours now you can't say no you're just like we're making money off it get out of it yeah, i just i just imagine a guy just stamping that seal like sealing it after he's done with that and be like there you go it's done it's ours. I mean, the joke's on them, because those um, no ULAs, they never them. hold up in court. They yeah. never hold up in court anyway, so... I mean, I don't think people are going to create for it anyway. It's just going to have people go, okay, well, we're just not going to make any for your game. There'll be yeah, some people that obviously enjoy the game. Yeah? I mean, I'm, they can't play the original Warcraft anymore, can they? They've, like, stopped people being able to play that. It's now you have to play Reforged. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure I read somewhere that, like, um... Warcraft 3 Reforged is like the worst performing game that Blizzard's ever put out. Like, ever. <laughs> like no nice. one's buying it. Literally no one's buying it at all. I mean, it was a um, joke. We, we expect, I think yeah, everyone expected like, hey, they're going to remaster this game. They're going to remake it. It's going to look amazing. But they, from what I heard, they outsourced it. They were like, eh. Yeah. They showed <laughs> us put the amazing work visuals and it's literally not that at all. It's just like upscale oh, yeah, a little they, bit. Uh, that, that's it. <laughs> they had a vert- they showed off a vertical slice at some point and it looked like it was like whoa this is it this is we're going back to Warcraft 3 everyone here we go and here we are oh and they and they wouldn't let anyone refund it for about two weeks scummy yeah. scummy and that I didn't mean, hold up <laughs> Blizzard are not the company they used to be to say no, the least really no. which is a shame I feel like Riot of start to take the place of that in a way but they're also right also do some very shady stuff as well they're definitely no one's clean no one's got that no. squeaky clean reputation yeah, not, anymore. God, not even a cd project red's clean are they <laughs> no i mean, oh, don't say that to son you'll upset them i mean i mean i i've heard about like they've had like you know claims within their own work workforce about stuff that goes on there i'm not even I'm not even thinking much about that. I think any company is going to because it's just it's the people within the company you can't control. Yeah, yeah that's certain, all the, what the employees yeah. do. But I, I'm more just. I mean, I personally like CD Projekt Red for a long time. To me, has been like just like one of the perfect gaming companies. They're not getting corrupted. Obviously, there's still stuff going on. It, it happens everywhere. But uh, the, the only thing I've really heard from them is just their um, what you call it, the the crunches. They're really bad at crunching. Yeah, um, like they've been crunching like crazy for Cyberpunk, and I don't agree with it at all. But that's that's I think that's, that's not the good industry, at all. Though, that's all I've heard. 
Like, yeah, that's just an industry standard, and it's something that obviously needs to change, but a lot mm. of companies aren't, you know, they need to do it. They, they're like, no, we can't manage your time properly, or it's like this game needs to be out by this date, and we will not push it back any further, which for CD I mean, Projekt look, Red... City Project Red doesn't make a lot of sense because I've been waiting for this game for like seven years now. Anyway, what does it matter? Yeah. What's nine another, years? Three more years. Who cares? Nine years, I think. Nine. It is nearly. Yeah, I was uh, like that teaser trailer came out. I was like, game of the year. Whenever that comes out, game of the year. Yeah. I'm still waiting. <laughs> like they've taken so long, they don't need to worry about it. They need to just calm down. Yeah, mm. I feel like maybe they've gotten to a point where the expenses have gotten so great, it's like we just need to get this out. It probably is a ridiculous budget after how well Witcher 3 did. They probably just got so much their money for it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we went real, we went on a big tangent there, didn't we? <laughs> big all around. I mean, where, where were we at? <laughs> well, it was about custom content, wasn't it? Yeah. It does kind of, yeah. if it does feed into just the general industry as a whole and how it kind of can be, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. Speaking of crunch, though, isn't it funny how Naughty Dog keep keep going on and on about how how good their their crunch culture is even though they're like well known for being the worst company out of all of them for crunch but they're like no guys honestly the last of us two they're all having a lovely time they're all just they're all in sun lounges just out in the back enjoying themselves we all know it's not true yeah and then they had the the person come out and talk about it and then there was leaks after that which made it even worse which made it seem like it was the person that spoke about it and honestly that actually you know leaked it but it was apparently just hackers that got into uh i don't, I don't know they did some inject code injection or something which yeah, we don't have to go too deep into. really gonna suffer after the story leak a lot of people absolutely hate it yeah i mean who knows i've not really i've not even played the first last of us so i can't really say that's good oh do it play it yeah i've got to play it at some point it's just again you know I don't have a capture card. So I, most no of the stuff, card. most of the stuff I play is stuff I can stream at this point because that's that's my life. But yeah, um, is that all we want to say on that topic then? What's your topic? Oh, what, what is my topic? <laughs> well, um, so for anyone who's watched my YouTube videos recently, I recently did a video on a pay-to-win survey that was put out for Arcage. And they went over different things asking, is this pay to win? Is this not pay to win? Is this a little pay to win? And I kind of wanted to talk about pay to win in general and like what you guys would consider. Like, how do we define pay to win in certain ways? Because it's kind of complicated in Arcage, I think, when I was going over the stuff. So I, I realize, you know, people, I'm saying Arcage and the people from Twitch are like falling asleep already. Me too. But, like, I think a very obvious way of saying it is stuff that helps you progress and is not cosmetic or has some sort of advantage, gives you some sort of advantage in the game is definitely pay to win. Mm. And I think we'd all agree with that, right? Yeah, I think usually the, the line is, is cos- cosmetics, isn't it? Um, you know, pay pay for cosmetics that's fine as sad as it is when you've got to pay real money to look cool it's sad when they don't just let you earn it but i think that is usually the line isn't it? anything that's not cosmetic you can say that's pay to win and where it gets complicated is the fact that most mmos do to some degree still have things like xp boosters 
in yeah. their premium currency stores. So, so that was one of the things that was on there. It was like they had XP boosters, and then they also had like craft time uh, potions, craft speeds, yeah, craft speeds. So mm. it was like, like it's not pay to win. I don't. It's not, I don't have a big issue with it, but it's also like I'd rather it not be something people could just pay for. I think I have mm. that issue with. I still have that issue with kind of cosmetics as well. It, it's really a shame that they kind of take a lot of cosmetic stuff out of the game. That stuff could be rewards for like achievements, for example, like Halo Three did armor achievements. You had the achievements, oh. the armor pieces, and stuff like that. It's really cool. Higher and booster, think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, recon. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's what I miss. I miss when games would have achievements or cosmetic items just in the world and you had to do certain things to actually get it and I feel like a lot of the uh, microtransaction stuff just takes away from that and like I don't know that also blurs the line in Arcage because a lot of pets and mounts have abilities on top of yeah being yeah, that's a cosmetic that's what like, I mentioned in they, my comment to you yeah it's got different move speeds as well it's like mm, I'm not sure if I'm feeling that you know yeah, I think that's that's definitely pay to win at that point, isn't it? I don't think I don't think you can argue yeah. otherwise on that part. But I mean, the people just... were making cases for it as well. They were like, honestly, the weird thing was in that video. A lot of the comments that I got were like, "Don't, no, 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 be be careful what you say. Otherwise, they'll make it pay to win, or they'll put it all in the credit store." And it's like, don't give them ideas. Yeah, so. I don't know. I wish, especially with MMOs, they'd have like. I feel like WoW, especially WoW, has a subscription model, but it so you know it doesn't need the microtransactions as much, even though it does have them. But mm. WoW does a really good job of having a lot of collectibles out in the world. Mm. Yeah, like you can just go do done. You can go do old content just to farm mounts and stuff, and that's a big part yeah. of WoW for a lot of people. So it may surprise I mean, you, but that's what a lot of people do in WoW, instead of actual well, current content. Big YouTubers we know, like, just farm, like, super rare mounts all the time, and they, they're still doing it. They're doing it for years. There's just so much stuff to collect in that game, and you don't need to pay to do it. Yeah. I mean, you, you could argue that WoW's only got all that stuff because it was put in before the game had microtransactions. You know, if it was built from the ground up, would they have put that stuff behind the paywall? Probably. Yeah, because so. yeah, obviously they, st- they still keep putting it in now, but it's like, is that only because they've already set that up and if they changed it now, people would start freaking out probably. They do have storms exactly. though on top of that though, which they do constantly yeah. add to. So they're always like, well, our, our team never really had a lot to do, so we just let them make them out and then they sell that on top. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's the same with because I actually forgot to mention a game that I've been playing a lot recently. Um I got back to FF14. I've been having a great time with that. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember you mentioning FF14. Yeah. I've been just loving everything about it because there's just so many features they put in. It's like they genuinely listen to the community. There's loads of RP features. There's loads of just all sorts, really good quality of life features. I've seen um, there's like a wedding. One of the things is like, <laughs> that's like a thing. Oh, yeah. That's been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, but they just added loads of requested stuff and there's loads of times I've been like, God, it'd be really great if I could do this really good quality of life thing and it's just in there and they've, they've put it in. It's like, oh, that's that's great. But yeah, with that as well, that's like, wow. Um, I've been, because I was looking at, you know, what can you buy? Um, and there's like, there's nothing that 
there's no labor pot or anything. There's nothing that really gives you an edge. It's all cosmetic stuff. They've got a store basically the same as Blizzard, so you can get there's some pets there, there's some outfits there, but nearly everything you can get in the game. Even now, you can go back and get all the achievements. Um, some of it is like being top of the crafting classes. Um, some of it is I, I found they've got like this because um, I haven't played it since like its original. Now there's like three expansions, but. Um, they've got like this big casino place, um, but it's all completely in-game currency. You cannot buy any of it. Oh, is it real like money. Uh, the Golden Saucer? Yes, uh, it's like they actually it's have all game shows. Oh. They do, yeah. Oh, um, and they're, they're like they put a few things in for like the Japanese community. Like they put mahjong in it, and um, there's like lotteries, but again, all in-game currency. Um, and apart from that, they've got like a card, a card game, and they've got mini games as well. Like, speaking about platforming. Racing? Yes, that's in there. And speaking of platforming, um, one of the mini games I went to, there's probably about 50, 60 people in it, uh, was platforming up this big mountain. Um, and so it was really tough because uh, it wasn't that hard to get to the top. You fall off a few times. But if you want to get the most currency to use in the Golden Saucer, there's like some bits of like the thinnest ledges imaginable. <laughs> and you can't use first person or anything because there's like 50 more people jumping over you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was really fun. It made me happy to see it because I, I was going around specifically being like, "All right, is there any way, like any gambling? Is there any in in like purchases?" But there wasn't. At all it's all in game, and I just thought that was that was great. I've been really enjoying FF because it doesn't have anything like that in it. I think Guild Wars Two also does it fairly well. Like you, there is stuff that you know, like costumes and stuff, but it's also you can grind the gems for that as well, right? Yeah, that's the thing you can. Yeah, I mean towards. it's. It's a quite a, quite a big grind to get enough gold to convert to gems. But on you know, to, on the other side of things, to be fair to Guild Wars, there's no subscription. It's a one-time payment. Yeah. I think it's a bit scummy with, with WoW, and I, I think it's the same with Final Fantasy, where you're paying a subscription and then they're expecting you to pay for microtransactions on top of yeah. that. That's that's just really scummy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah, Guild, Guild Wars kind of actually need to... to pay any real money if you don't want to for the stuff on the gem store it's just a big old grind you know if you if you want all that cosmetic stuff but then they've got xp boosters as well um although to be fair actually you can get the xp boosters as daily login rewards as well so mm. i think mm. i think gold wars handles it quite well to be fair yeah so i just i think it's an interesting topic because it's hot it can be hard to define them especially in, like pay to win in an mmo it can be hard to define especially when it comes to like there's abilities on this pet. This pet might be slightly better than other mm. pets in the game. And if you can also get this from a credit store or like and pay real money for it, then ooh. And I, I also feel like it takes away. Arcages yeah. More clouded in whether it's it's certain because like, oh, it's time saver. Yeah, you know, when some people's like, oh, it's crafting speed, is it pay to win? Some people would say no. So other people would say yeah. Depends on how the game is built, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Trying to think of a situation where you need to craft really quickly, otherwise you might, you know, die or something. I, I it's, can't really think. Well, of I mean, it's probably less than, probably just more um, that there's a lot of time spent crafting, and they mm. want you to get bored of that so that you spend money. That's where the problem um, lies, isn't it? Really, it's not so much the fact that there are th- ways to decrease the time spent. It's that what if they start building the gameplay around? these long game loops so that you get bored and start spending money on it. You know, I mean, as much as you like the new Assassin's Creed, if that's a big problem in them, they, they're really, really grindy. And part of that is because you can buy XP boosters in that for a single player game. That's, that ain't good. 
Oh, I'm 90 hours in, and I've just finished the story. Fist, so, uh, fists are about to fly, uh-oh. <laughs> you know, I'm get your levels up. <laughs> yeah, I, um, oh yeah, I avoided that XP booster like the plague. I know, I know some people um, on Twitter got it, and they regretted it completely because it destroyed the rhythm of the game. Um, but uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I feel like just stuff like that just does take away from the game, especially like even with mounts and cosmetics, I feel like that's just an element of the game that's taken away, something that could have been there, that could have offered more incentive or reward to players. And it's a shame that stuff like that has to happen for certain games like MMOs, but mm. single-player games definitely shouldn't be seeing that. <laughs> no. And it, and it is so much more fun to me when you're playing a game and uh, you know that there's a big like tangible reward for doing and something cool it. in the game. Yeah, and like oh, like yeah. Resident Evil still does that really well, like because Capcom are just smashing it these days. Resi's always done that and still does. Like you can unlock cool weapons and cool costumes by playing the game well, and you know sets out challenges like finish the game in another three hours, and we'll give you an infinite ammo rocket launcher and cool shades for Chris Redfield or whatever. And it's just yeah, it's incentive to keep playing the game, chance. isn't it? Oh yes. Or being able to play as Wesker. <laughs> I just I want mean, to play. Yeah, I, I, five actually. Yeah, that is a thing. I just want a game where I play Wesker. That's all. I want a whole Wesker game. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean like, I mean that. like, I mean like five Wesker. You know, Veronica Wesker, where he's basically in the main, where he's Neo, pretty much throwing missiles <laughs> at people. I want like a spin-off that's kind of like Revengeance <laughs> to Metal Gear. You know, but I for mean, Resident you could Evil, make that out of Lee Wesker. Yeah, I think I'm a bit more bored, and I don't really want Lake Wesker as cool as like as Matrix Wesker is. I I, I want like a more down to earth um, Wesker. I want I want Stay a game alert. where you play as. I want I want a game where you play as Wesker in Resident Evil One, and it's just the entire game from Wesker, Wesker's perspective. I'd play a whole game where you just threaten Buddy's family. I'd be down for that. It's a traitor. Jill, no, don't guy. open that door. <laughs> no, I'd be down for that because I, I just want to see. I just want to see the Dispenser Mansion incident from Wesker's side of things, so you can just see him terrorizing Barry at all times, or just hiding in <laughs> hiding in a corner watching Jill going ha ha ha, pulling the lever on the uh, on the the, the, room, the Jill sandwich room. <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe in Resident Evil Eight, Wesker will return. I'd like Wesker back. Wesker was fun. <laughs> Who knows? Not like he's been dead for about 13 years or whatever. Hey, you know what? The reboot in the games, it's different now, you know? Slightly. Well, now they're just remaking them all. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to re- they're remaking four, so who knows? Maybe I heard remake that. I don't think they well. should, to be honest. But no. Yeah. I don't I don't think they should either, but maybe they'll remake five as well and maybe Wesker won't die. Four's still amazing. It doesn't need it. Spoiler yeah, away. I, it's 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 really weird. Uh, I mean, spoiler for a thirteen-year-old game. <laughs> I can't put my finger on what what it is about the the four remake that makes us all go ooh. Like because yeah, okay, it is a really amazing game and it doesn't have to be remade. Um, but they were all really amazing games. Um, my problem is I'm, it won't I'm, it won't have the charm because the charm of Resident Evil Four for me was how campy and cheesy it was. Like, how are they going to yeah. put that in with the more serious sort of, like, timeline they've built with the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes? Well, they, they probably won't, will they? Because, I mean, the, the, the cheese was part of the charm with the first three games, too, and they took that out. Like, even the Resident Evil remake is really so, old now. Let's be honest, 4 was, like, very heavy on the cheese. 
Like that I mean, was that was yeah. going to give me heart, you know, half disease. That's all I'm saying. I mean, Leon was basically just a bomb in that. To be fair, you are right. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Co- Code Veronica needs it much more because Co- yeah, Code Veronica Code needs it. Definitely does. It's the ugliest Resi game for starters. It's uglier than the PS1 games for some reason. When Claire turns, like in the PS1 games, when you turn on the spot, um, they do the walking forward animation as they turn, which looks a bit janky, but like. You know, it's what the best they could do on the PS1. In Code Veronica, which is a game on the next generation of consoles, Claire just stands perfectly still and swivels on the spot. <laughs> Why? Like, it's disgusting. And that game really needs a rewrite anyway, because there's, what's his name? Billy, is it? Who's just like the weirdest, whiniest anime character ever. Just write him out of the canon, please. Please. Oh, he's please, gonna, he's God. Gonna make a, he's going to be a main character in it, don't you worry. He's not Billy. Billy or is Billy from Zero? Billy is from Zero, isn't he? What's that guy? Billy, Billy you know the is... Guy is Billy from Zero? Yeah, but it's... Yeah, because Billy, Billy Cohen's start... in Zero. Yeah, 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 because you start on the train. I, okay, yeah, yeah. I, pl- I played, I played Steve Zero Burnside. on the train. I should know. Steve Burnside is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just... He's going to be a main character. They're going to write him in as a main he's character. He's going to be the race. other campaign, the other, the other uh, viewpoints. <laughs> He needs to die. Oh my god! I've just, I've just Google searched Steve Burnside, looking at the images to just look at how cringy it is. And for some reason, I found some YouTube thumbnail, which is a close-up on Claire Redfield's behind as she's bent over, and Steve Burnside just going, "Hmm." Why can't yes. we get that on our mouse pad? You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Don't still do it. They'll actually I mean, do it, sir. So. Not you know in chat, they probably would. But uh, yeah, I mean, we went real <laughs> off topic from pay to win. I feel like we made our points. I feel like the, the points oh. were said. Anyone want to add anything to that? I think uh, we've answered long enough. Yeah, we. Yeah, we I think we've There is one more thing we can talk about before we wrap, mm-hmm. which we did miss in the news section, but there was the uh. This is, this is something that's just going to go over Taf's head, but the... You did look at it briefly, but the Twitch Advisory Council thing oh, yeah. that was mentioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off, off, don't and worry. And it's gone. You can, you can come yeah, back with I have to look at this. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'll laugh at this. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a... Uh, I don't know. We're not going to talk about it that much. We'll just go over it briefly because there's been a bit of controversy around a certain member of it and a certain clip that was floating around, which you know, probably should uh, be taken into consideration. But also, I think the point of it is to be this, like, diverse cast of people on a council that can... It's eight mm. people, I believe, that will can all sort of pitch in on the decisions that Twitch are making. It's going to have nothing to do with bans. So no one can blame these people for banning, and I think Twitch might need to make that clear, because <laughs> otherwise people are going to get... Uh, the people on that council are going to get bombarded with messages like, ban this person. And by this person, that doctor you know in I mean. the suits just gonna come in, yeah. swing and his ban hammer. <laughs> yeah, they have a they have like a mix of like actual professionals in like a field, and then streamers. I feel like that should be separate councils. If they're gonna have do a council thing, have two separate councils. In my opinion, it does speak about bans a little bit on the the final person who's part of it. It does say that he's looking forward to helping make rules clearer and reducing the confusion specifically when it comes to bans and suspensions on the platform. Yeah, yeah he think... looks like a man you can't trust. He looks like he wields a ban hammer. 
It's like a fake Jake is that, Gyllenhaal. Is, is that like is this one or is, is his name or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know a little bit about him, and I think he'll actually do good. Him and Co Carnage, I think those two. He will does actually, seem like he'll, he'll actually know, do some like, good stuff for the platform. I don't really know much about yeah. the others. Like I haven't heard of most of these people. Half of them are like nothing to do with the gaming world at all. Yeah, um, which is why I think they should go, be on a separate council. And yeah. then they should have streamers on another console and maybe a more diverse cast of streamers because it feels like they've just grabbed a few streamers and I feel like there's not like there's not like a big streamer on there. There's not like a big game streamer or a big uh, person that does just chat or anything like that. I feel like they should have people from each category. The IRL, yeah. They should like I don't really feel like that's the point though. I mean, it, I, it's I, supposed to give advice on each part of Twitch like what they're actually doing and the decisions they're making. I mean, it, 90% of it, to be honest, seems to be more about the community and making the community, like, less toxic, which I don't know that much about the Twitch community in general, not going to lie, but I wasn't, I didn't have an impression of it being particularly toxic, but most of these people, it's it's all about, like, you know, one one's all about gay pride. Uh, the doctor is a doctor of criminology and criminal justice and is well known in his field for um, studying cyberbullying. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean more, by, like, most like of the people on the council thing. are just focused on this sort of cyberbullying and stuff, and I feel like most of them are all in the same boat on that thing, but I'm pretty sure it is to also make changes to the platform and help, you know, develop Twitch in a way, and I feel like they should have had, they should have people like that on there, but also include people from different categories and have, like, big streamers on there, because there's not even, like, um... Like someone like for like Summit on there or something, or like uh, mm. like Pokemon because she's like one of the top female streamers. Which it's weird that they don't have someone like that on there. Yeah, so she get yeah she she'd also see a lot of the worst of Twitch as well being at the top. Yeah, and then they can mm-hmm. give opinions on stuff they would like to see implemented. And then there's not people in like other categories. I'm trying to think of IRL streamers, but I don't really know any. I don't even know what Pokemon Maybe Pokemon is. I don't know what she streams. I thought she was a Pokemon streamer for the longest time, but I was told she's not. <laughs> I mean, they they have got this uh, ferociously stuff and uh, that, that Cuppa Noodle as well. These, these might know, be well-known people from all I know. I really, so really don't know. So I don't know, know but... who Cuppa Noodle is, but the Steph person was the one that was a bit of a controversy around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Kind of, that's right. I mean, the Cuppa Noodle one, it's, uh, uh, she's apparently... Um, like a commentator, like an esports commentator. That's why they've brought her in. Oh well, that's doesn't say that's what she good, actually but... commentates on though. That's good, but I don't know. I don't know who she is. That's just me, you know, being ignorant to that, I guess. But I've never heard of her. I mean, she she might not be your scene. It doesn't actually say what scene she's in. It just says True. that she esports commentates. I also don't really know many esports commentators by name anymore. I used to know. A lot back when I actually was super into esports, but I'm not as deep in anymore. Mm. Mm. But yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like that's all I really have to say on that. I feel like they should try and very. You know what's interesting? They don't even have like anyone for like mental health on there. Like Doctor K, who is mm. a guy who start. He's like a psychologist that streams on Twitch now, and he's doing like interviews with streamers. I feel like reach out to him or someone, or like reach out to people that sort of do there's like a group of people that do like small streamer videos and how to help small streamers and stuff you know what i mean by that stuff don't you there's a lot of people like that that they yeah. could reach out to and maybe pull someone out because they talk to a lot of small streamers and they'll have a sp- perspective on 
backside of the streaming as well. Yeah, I mean, it's in the bullet points. They've got promoting healthy streaming and work-life balance habits and healthy stuff. Healthy streaming. So, you know. <laughs> I, I know a lot of healthy streamers. Your curtains, no, it's not happening. Get yeah. some vitamin D. So they do say promoting healthy, but I don't think there's anything on there about promoting that. It's more like, let's I mean. decide bullying away. So they should have reached out to someone like Dr. K or smaller, like people who are smaller streamer content creators. Stuff like that. I think it needs to just be a larger, more diverse council and look more topics. Yeah, or just I think eight people, is, eight people is not enough, and they definitely need to split Twitch it. Twitch is huge now. Yeah, they can um, they can handle talking to more than eight people at once. Though it may also be that like, like they talk to the top the top streamers regularly anyway. Maybe maybe that's why people are like that are not on there. But it's also like a public perception thing. Like this mm. just looks like a bit of a PR thing. They're just like, look at all these people that we're gonna have on a council. Yeah, I guess it comes down to how much time they expect these councillors to actually invest into this. You know, is it going to be a thing where they're just asked to advise maybe like once a month or is this going to be essentially a full-time job? Because if that's the case, then maybe that's why they couldn't have anyone who's too involved in Switch. But I doubt that's going to be the case. I can't imagine it's going to be like that, especially since they've got a doctor there. Like, I'm sure he's got more important things to do, you know? I think the actual streamers, though, are going to be very invested and they're going to want to put a lot of input, or I'd hope they'd want to put a lot of input into Twitch because Twitch has a lot that it needs to change. Twitch is also yeah. very slow at implementing stuff. Like, we could talk about, like, the, the the channel trailer stuff. Still not out. That was announced, like, a year ago, and it's, like, it's in beta now. <laughs> it's finally in beta, and then they had the ads as well, which I think is finally out. You finally have the ads at, at the top right of Twitch, right? How oh, can yeah. it be? Yeah. I, they just, they work through like a big, I don't know, it's like, I don't know what their system is over there, but they have to talk through so many people and management. There's just a lot of layers to it, I guess, and they just take forever getting stuff out. bureaucracy. Yeah. But no, it's, it's interesting because I am going to try and talk about Twitch stuff on here occasionally as well, even if it does go over Teff's head. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been on Twitch like three times a week for the past two months. I should probably pick these things up sooner or later. I mean, yeah, you, you, you know, you're, you're in the uh, the honeymoon phase of Twitch right now. You're like, Twitch seems like a very nice place. I don't see any toxicity. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no, no. Very healthy environment. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem, it, it does not seem that toxic to me. I mean, it gets, it does sort of get a bad rep, but there is far worse places out there. Go, just go on Twitter, spend 10 minutes on Twitter and then come back I here. Think most of the toxicity, oh, I think most of the toxicity <laughs> from Twitch is just people on Twitter or Reddit talking about <laughs> stuff that's happened on Twitch. Yeah. And then it sort of explodes from there. And I think that's just where it all comes from. I think you'll actually find, like, Twitch chats are actually pretty... They're pretty nice for the most part. Even in big ones, they all sort of... You know, each streamer has their own, like, memes or jokes, and they all join in on yeah. the inside jokes and stuff like that. So I was watching, like, even, like, Dr. K's streams... They're all, they're like a fairly intelligent and supportive, you know, community, even though they're like a hive mind. They're, I feel like, you know, they're all d- they're dumb on their own, but once they combine into this hive mind of emote spamming papegas, they actually form some sort of intelligence that's actually somewhat nice occasionally. It, it Sometimes it, you know, Twitch chat, sometimes it gives and sometimes it takes. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> 
one kappa alone is nothing but a million kappas of that can change the world but yeah i uh i think that's all we got to say on the advisory council and uh i think i think that's a wrap for the podcast we've been going for over two hours now well we did take a 10 minute break so you know and we had the starting soon so around two hours you know roughly so um we'll wrap on up and if you guys want to i was about to say do you want to give your socials tef but (laughs) i mean i do not exist he doesn't exist on the internet (laughs) if you want to find tef you uh you know come on over to my stream come here yeah (laughs) i feel like if you're watching this on youtube you probably or you know twitch you probably know who i am i could say anyway but zanrise on twitch Zanrise on YouTube, real Zanrise on Instagram, and Zan Games on Twitter. You can check me out all over there, and we'll be doing this podcast a lot more. And then Ziff, if you want to go ahead and you know tell the people where you are, what you're doing. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just uh, I'm mainly streaming, although I am on a break at the moment. Got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, it is mainly just Ziflock everywhere, including Twitch. The only place it's different, I think, it's on YouTube. It's Ziflock Gaming. That's the only difference. Otherwise, it's simple. Ziflock all over the place. Uh, and, yeah, you can find the good old streams there. Yeah, I mean, if you search Ziplock on YouTube, I'm sure you'll pop up. Either that or Ziplock bags, one of the two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> find sign. But, yeah, that um, I guess that's a wrap on the first ever of, I mean, I was going to say the, the podcast name, but the podcast name doesn't really fit into that sentence. But this podcast is an offer, <laughs> and the name may be subject to change. <laughs> We'll have to see. But yeah, this is the first of My life is an alpha. True. I feel like the... What? You said... Did you hear that? No, I, I didn't hear anything. Strange. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, sheep. Take the red pill. It's all a simulation. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's it then. So, we'll be doing this every Monday, and I assume... Tess will be here. Yeah, we've got to do this every Monday. We've got to actually think of topics every every Monday. I was thinking more about how you just keep adding me into various days throughout the week. Eventually, the entire (laughs) week will just be my face on your channel. I mean, that's the plan. I'm just going to click use you as clickbait. That's that's usually. Of course, if I was you, (laughs) Tav. Just give some. It's not much. You just make anybody. (laughs) Let's be honest. But yeah, I mean, I so don't know. So far, if... I've just given him money. True. Yes. I don't know if uh, you're going to be joining us every week. Cause if it'd be nice to have you on every week, but I feel like you're going to be busy as well. So we'll see. I can make it pretty regular at the very least. All right. Well, I think next week we are going to have on Zalt as well, which will be interesting. So I don't know if you'll be there for that, if, but if you're not, that's fine. We will have free people, hopefully. And yeah, we'll be cut- talking about all sorts next week as well. Who knows what? We'll figure that out in the next week. Maybe Mojang will change Crazy. its name again. Who knows? <laughs> might might want to, you know, well. Mojang Development Studios. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, thank you for watching, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the first ever podcast, and hopefully everyone enjoyed this, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch. <laughs> Neither did I. I'm just, I'm just suffering through this end right now. Just trying to, just trying to end it and get it over with. <laughs> Wrap it up, man. Alright, well, thanks for watching, everyone. (laughs) And I... (laughs)
I am going to actually be streaming right after this. I'm going to be doing my usual indie game nights that I missed yesterday. So we'll be going over a few indie games, seeing what that's like. But as for these two, I believe that's it. Well, uh, you can catch them. Well, you'll catch Teff on my stream occasionally. And Ziff, you can catch him on his own things as well. Occasionally. <laughs> you know, you know, every other stream. But yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, I will wrap it there because I'm just going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on ranting until the end, until I end. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Adios.